Welcome back to Talk Baseball. Uh, you can find our podcast on Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you find it, really. So subscribe. Um, anyway, hello, Sam. Hello. Um, so, yeah, we're coming to the end of the second month of the baseball season. And um, I mean, a lot of, I'd say a lot of divisions are a lot closer well, maybe even teams of leading divisions that were really not expected to be in that position at that point. And um, yeah, we've got at least at least two, no, three really surprising ones, I'd say. Yeah. Um, in the yeah. Rays, Cubs, and Giants right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I want to start off by um, talking about the A East, so more specifically yeah. the Rays, because. Um, I mean, if they are they now the best record of baseball? I think um, thirty-five and twenty-one. Yes, because they're just they're just well, they've just come off a. Uh, I guess it must have been like a nine-game winning streak. I think. Um, I think they swept three series in a row, maybe. Um, before losing last night. Um, oh no, they'd they'd had a they had another loss in that run oh, somewhere. Did, okay, but, so they were. Maybe it was nineteen and nineteen, before. and they are now thirty-five and twenty-one. Is what they've done. Yeah. So sixteen and two run. Which weirdly in baseball sometimes gets overlooked when teams do that. Yeah. What? What? Because they lose one in the middle. Yeah, a lot gets made of someone wins seven in a row, and it's there's there's viral posts all yeah. over. Although the I I think they did win a lot in a row. When I was looking a minute ago, I think they won. They did win quite a lot in a row. I think well, they, they might yeah, have swept three series in a row. I, they did, but then there was a loss, and then they've won the series since then, and then they lost last night. So it yeah. was um, it was like nine they went in a row from so. nineteen and nineteen to thirty and nineteen. So yeah, they won eleven games in a row, okay, and then they yeah, lost okay. to the Royals, and then they won a load more. Yeah, but anyway, if you look at their um, down their stats on their lineup, they've got a lot of guys that aren't really hitting, um, like for the season numbers at least. But they have basically Austin Meadows has got really hot, I think. And Joey, and Joey Wendell, Wendell, weirdly, has been, yeah, has been their best hitter. But I've, something I noticed that was quite weird is um, Yandy Diaz is yet to hit a home run. Oh, well, yeah. Although he's been playing. Although, but if you look at his walk and strikeout numbers, he's They're got incredible. Like a lot more walks. And he's got like 38 walks and like 20-something strikeouts, I think. Yeah. So, just the Yasmani Grandol school of hitting, I guess. Um, they've just yeah. Just the not other thing with the that anymore. Offense though is some teams have got like two or three hitters that are just like really bad. So, I mean, Brandon Lowe is one of their guys that's below average, and he's only just below. And then they traded Willie Adames. Like all of most of their hitters are hovering around league average at least. I mean, there's yeah. Kiermaier who's way below, but. Obviously, yeah, that's kind I, of. What I think expect. a lot of that is probably recent as well. I think maybe before this run, a lot of those guys just had not got going at all. So I think they, like this pulled them up. Even then, like they they were a lot worse. And I mean, obviously, on top of that as well, they have. You know, Wanda Franco is tearing up the minors still. I think he's AAA now. Is he AAA in like nineteen or something? Yeah, he may well come up in he's a come couple of months. Soon. And I mean, yeah, that's. That is a good position to be in, and they seem to. Um, I 
don't know, it's really remarkable, isn't it, how the Rays seem to do this, because every year it seems like, oh, they've sort of given up, they're now not going to be as good, after going on a really good run the year before. Like they traded that Blake Snell is off-season, and somehow, well, they're like just as good. They got Which, Rich Hill. Yeah, they got Rich Hill, who's, who's yeah, still being really good. And Shane McClanahan's come up now. Yeah. Rotation stopping really good. So I, I, they seem to. I think it. Well, it's basically. I think they basically run a lot like how the Dodgers are, but just with a lot less money, which makes it even more impressive. I think if like. They seem to constantly just have. Like. Players in the minors. Like. Really good prospects ready to come up. And every year a couple of them come up and are really good. And, and cover also, for the the veterans that they've either traded away or lost because they also yeah. lost Charlie Morton, which doesn't seem that big a thing, but he was like one of their top three starters. Yeah, um, I, I think probably the difference is what I think their bullpen has probably been quite good, hasn't it? Yes, like it has, which is sort of their thing as well. Like it's been their thing the last few years is they at least have a solid bullpen. Um, unlike the Giants that will come on to it, although yeah, I mean, might have improved a bit, but yeah, they're um, but they're basically yeah quite balanced in that they're most of the other offense hasn't been ridiculous. They've got like a good rotation and a good bullpen. It's like they've it's like they've not really got a weakness. Yeah, whereas you have some other teams who like. Well, in their in their division, even like with the Yankees, where their rotation looked like there were question marks behind Garrett Cole. Kluber was good, and he's now hurt. And I mean, we yeah, said this I... similar stuff at the start of the year. Um, look at the rotation for the Blue Jays. They've yeah. got Ryu, and then Ray and Matt's have been okay. Yeah, but then it's I like, don't oh think the Yankees' offense has actually been that good either. No, they've really struggled. Their their ERA is actually pretty solid, and partly because their bullpen's so good. But their offense, like it's literally just Judge and Stanton that have been good. Everyone else has been like actually bad, not just underperforming, just like fundamentally bad. Um, yeah, which is a problem, turns out. Yeah, so I mean, you've got the Rays and the Red Sox both had the Yankees, and and I think we'd said in our preseason podcast that we sort of assumed the Yankees were going to be quite comfortable this year in that one, and they're already not. Yeah, they're. They've already got two teams ahead of them, and the Blue Jays are coming up just behind them now, with Vladimir Guerrero just like carrying the team. Yeah, he had that ridiculous game the other day where he hit two absolutely enormous home runs. I actually yeah. watched the one live. Well, well, one of the early night, games, wasn't it? And they came back from like five runs down or something crazy. Last night awesome. he had four hits that with a home run. I think he only faced seven pitches. Crazy, isn't it? It's um. His development is a, kind of shows how big the gap is between even the top level of the minors and the majors, though, because like he was he was at the point where he's like, this is unfair having him in the minors. He was posting all these record-breaking yeah. numbers, and then he, even he needed like what at least yeah. a year's worth of plate appearances. Yeah, didn't it, yeah, it also, yeah, it does also show as well of like yeah, I mean, when you have a top prospect, people are too quick. Um, yeah too quick to write them off yeah 
Well, I think also that when they struggle, as we've spoken about with other teams before, particularly the Rockies we've noticed it with, is if they come up and struggle, don't bench them. Or if they underperform, is you've got to stick it out with them and stick it out with them as an everyday player, not go, right, you're now going to be pinch hitting. That's not going to help them get through it. Yeah, um, and often I think if there are guys that have managed to be that dominant in the minors, like a lot of these, like these top prospects have been, like an extended period but I think eventually they will get to that point in the majors as well or at least they're going to be really good maybe not obviously quite as dominant as that but um, yeah it's like sometimes it even takes two or three years players to get there it's like if you you look back in um, historically like all time greats like all the fame hitters and stuff quite often they they have like two years to start their career where they were just average or worse than average yeah yeah there's a lot of guys that really needed a lot of patience with yeah. them early on and then after that have like 15 years of like MVP level numbers Some, yeah you know it, it's like it's, the first year or two of a hitter's career it doesn't you tell you that much I mean it's just yeah it's very rare when someone comes up and it's that good straight away yeah, there are some instances though I think where people come up and it's just like they're not ready, like they're overmatched, yeah, sort of thing. Um, but that's yeah, that's more of like I think you can see that quite glaringly when someone doesn't look like they can actually hack it. Yeah, yeah, just need more time. Um, but yeah, this this has basically become, well, not become like all year long. It's looked. The Red Sox started really, really well, and they've slowed a little. Um, but just like an incredibly competitive division. And yeah. it's not, if we compare it to the other division, where you've got um, six games separates all of them, but the Mets are the only one above 500. Five and a half separate the non-Oriel teams in the AL East. And they're all comfortably above 500. So it's not just, yeah. The, the NL East is basically who can be the least bad. And they're actually all good teams in the Ellis. With the yeah. added benefit, they get to play the Orioles a lot, I suppose, which has genuinely boosted those numbers a bit. Yeah, that's almost might be the difference with that, I think. The Orioles are the, the furthest the off Nationals the division leads. Pretty bad, aren't they? Uh, the Nationals are 22 and 29. Um, yeah, it's quite bad. It's not as bad as the Orioles. Yeah who are 16.5 games back already, which that is not good, I think we can safely say. Um, oh, my God. I just clicked on their page. Just so much red. They started the season all right as well, didn't they? So they're, they're now 18 and 37. Oh, yeah. They, I forgot that, actually. They were actually okay for a bit, weren't they? They were 15 and 16. Jesus. So they, oh, they won last night. They won last night, and that that gone to eighteen and thirty-seven. They'd been stuck on seventeen wins since May sixteenth. That is depressing, isn't it? Jesus, that is bad. So that's like two weeks of just and losing by quite a lot. Losing kind of every well. game. They lost ten-one in there. Oh my god! That yeah, that is the sort of thing. That, I mean, if you're a fan of that team, that is where uh, you lose all the fans, isn't it? At least for this season. Yeah, but and unsurprisingly, is the pitching. I mean, John Means has been awesome. Obviously, got a no-hitter as well. But the other guys, just like, yes, bad. Really, really, very, very bad. 
Um, yeah, let's not talk about the Orioles because it's, it actually makes me sad. So let's let's talk about some competent baseball teams. Yeah. Uh, did you have anything else on the AL East? Um, well, I don't. Not not really. I guess especially. I mean, it's. I, I think it's just the Rays. The big story is the Rays being really good. Whilst the streak they've gone on basically is like they they're going to be really good again, amazingly, and. I don't know how they they're ever going to not be really good, given they keep every year they like lose their best players. Yeah, um, I I th- I was I was going to mention the the Red Sox a little bit as well actually because I mean they they also look like yeah they're not going to be good this year at all, and they have cooled off a little bit, but Bogarts, Devers, and Martinez is possibly the best three man offense in the league. I mean I th- yeah. it is I think. And um, I wrote something on Martinez recently. It's one of those things that, like, DHs, because they don't come out of the top of the war leaderboard and they're basically never spoken about for MVP, really, we kind of forget, like, how productive these guys are. Like, since he had that big year where he got traded, it's just Mike Trout that's been, like, better than him over that period. And I think that's the yeah. other thing is that we spoke about on a previous podcast. Like, if you had a quiet 60-game season, that got given way too much weight and then Martinez has come back this year, and it's like, no, he is still that guy. Yeah, he's and... still the guy from 2019. Yeah. Before. And it, and basically, you look at it over a longer period, and it's like, yeah, those 60 games were just a random slump that would usually be covered up by either side of it. He hits like a monster. Um, and yeah, just like he's led this offense with two two infielders. And then, yeah, they're, they're actually competitive, which I didn't really no, see. No, I mean, I think the thing... As well with them, talking about the bullpen as well, hasn't Matt Barnes been ridiculous? I mean, at least his strikeout walk numbers are. Yeah, 15.8 Ks per nine innings. Yeah, I think it's it's only like 1.9 walks or something. Yeah. I think, isn't it? So it's like absurd strikeout-to-walk ratio for a relief pitcher. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess yeah, if, you, if you can just take the lead and then hand it over to the bullpen. So there's some stuff as well with their pitching that actually suggests they've been a bit unlucky. I think a few of their pitches have got better expected numbers than their results show so far. And even like talking about the strikeout to walk ratio. So Eovaldi um, has got an ERA of four, but he's but he's walking like fewer people than he has before and still striking out a decent amount. He's got a 2.32 FIP. Um, and Eduardo Rodriguez has got a 5.6 ERA and a 3.7 FIP. Yeah, so I mean, their their staff as a whole is striking people out and not walking that many, which you know that's a good idea to do that. Um, yeah, I mean, it looks like they're going to be sticking around a bit, at least, isn't it? As well. Well, I think basically what's happened is the Yankees, who have all these names, and it is fun when you ever see a big writer post an article about the Yankees, you have to go into the comments to look at the sort of ridiculous things they're saying must happen immediately. Like I, I love when Yankees fans say the team doesn't want to spend any money because their payroll is not as big as it has been before. But it's like, well, your payroll is still considerably larger than almost everyone else in the league and definitely quite a lot bigger than the Rays. I don't think the issue here, let's just spend our way out of it. Um, like LeMahieu, who was an MVP for the last two years, basically, has not been good. Gleyber Torres is not a good defensive shortstop and is not hitting either. Um, I mean, well, he's... He started hitting though recently, only Glober. 
yeah but still like we're, we're up to um yeah we're nearly at, at the length of last season and the, the numbers are not very pretty um yeah and i think yeah like the roster suddenly doesn't look like it's miles ahead of the other ones um and it's not helped by Luke Voigt's being hurt, obviously. Um, and Andahar, after he had a great like start to his career, has not really been much more than that. Um, but this, it doesn't look really at all like a foregone conclusion that this is. Yeah, these guys will just definitely be way too good. Because you also got to assume that they're going to get injuries to some of their stars. I mean, particularly Judge and Stanton. Yeah, they're like they always get injured, don't they? It would be a surprise if they played a combined like 280 games, wouldn't it? So. Um, yeah, I mean they're, they're four and a half back already. It's kind of like we spoke about in the last podcast. There's, there's the it's the long season. We're not even halfway yet, and then there's being four and a half games back. Is yeah, there's still games you haven't won. I think I would also say though that I mean, a lot of that hit is like you're just talking about. You expect them by the end of the season they're going to be better than that. Then those numbers, like they've still got hitting to come, basically. Basically, stuff's not been going that well for them. And yet, they're still only four and a half games back of that Rays team. They've just gone on that ridiculous run. It's like they're. When there's a team that's like. Stuff's going badly, but you're still holding in there. Yes, yeah, is, is, that is a good sign. Show, it shows. Yeah. But I'd say with their pitching, I don't have that feeling as, in the same way. It's like. Yeah, we said before that like and particularly if Kluber's I don't know how bad his injury's gonna be, but I mean this is a guy that's had injury problems recently. Um like they're getting good stuff out of Domingo German. Um but like do do you have much faith that any of these guys are gonna give you a lot of innings and above average? Not really. I mean it's just Garrett Cole. And that was an issue before the season. Um I know the same with the Jays, I mean yeah, like that they have the same kind of way more offense than run prevention on their roster issue, I think. Yeah. And I mean they yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't really know what their how their uh, rotation's gonna improve that much. It's like there's only so much Vladimir Guy's gonna be able to do. But I but yeah, I'm not really sure I'm that confident the Blue Jays really being in it like second half of the season um, although I think before the season I had them like as definitely better, way better than the Red Sox and stuff but um, yeah yeah I, I think I, I think it was similar we had the Yankees and the Jays as the top two um, yeah I just I hope it keeps going like this like the fact that the Yankees are already a bit behind means that this isn't going to be over by the trade deadline. The division race is probably still going to be alive into August, which is good, because that's not going to be the case in all the other divisions, necessarily. No, although, I mean, some of them... Well, okay, let, yeah, let's move on to another division. Um, a bit. I mean, you, well, you started talking about the Analyst, didn't you? I mean, that is... That's probably not going to be over by then, is it? Although, well, the Mets, I would say there's a the good Mets chance. The Mets have got a lot of games to play, haven't they? And they're three and a half ahead. And, and there's an interesting thing I was going to talk about with Francisco Lindor. Saw some numbers for him over the last 150 games. 
that are just like bad and then it's like well that's not is that a really long slump or is he like he's got a 601 OPS this year and he wasn't that good last year um, so that's concerning and that is like he's going to be better than that you assume um, yeah. but how much better you don't know and typically the Mets have most of their roster on the injured list because that seems to be like a franchise tradition or something um, and the Syndergaard coming back I mean it looks like he might not who knows if it, is he even a pitcher anymore just like never available um, and I guess the pitching you've got a bit of like yeah there's going to be some regression to the mean I don't think Walker and Stroman are going to be this elite but they should be good no, I mean yeah although they Tyjon Walker's got a 1.8 I don't know. ERA I mean okay, that's, yeah, that's, not... that's a bit too good but also with things like it's like he could still be I mean, could he have a year under three? Yeah. Yeah, like maybe he could. Because you do get that every year. There's a couple of guys that just come out of nowhere. And he's a guy that people have liked as well for a long time, isn't he? Yeah, he's he's been one of these guys. It's like, oh, yeah, he could be really good. and just hasn't been. So it's like maybe now is when he is. Um, If you know what I mean. Yeah. um, Yeah, the... The Lindor thing is quite worrying, isn't it? Because they also... They just gave him all of the money forever. Yeah. I mean... But they're, they're another team with, like, no offense. Like, they're, they're just not getting enough. Like, Dominic Smith's not hitting either. Conforto's on the injured list at the moment. Nimmo's also on the injured list. Um, and I guess... Yeah, I, I think... The What's same thing with the Yankees. Doing? He's 794 OPS. Okay, just not hitting for as much power. Uh, seven home runs, 38 games. So no, not really. I mean, but it, yeah, the same as with the Yankees, where it's like LeMahieu, Torres are not going to be that bad. If the Mets get a bit more healthy, I could see them pulling away. Um, yeah. Partly because we, yeah, we don't need to go into the Phillies too much because we've done that a lot. They're just, they're not that good. Um, and also, obviously, the Marcelo Zuna thing is not only horrific but also is a big loss to the Braves yeah they are not um, and also a lot of their team just hasn't been that good has it this year yeah well, they've just got too many players underperforming but they're also a weird one aren't they because like Albies is basically around where you'd expect and Swanson has never really shown he's much better than this Riley is having a really nice year and Acuna is obviously MVP stuff Freeman is the one that really sticks out as an underperformer um, yeah and then they've got issues with their pitching um, with health and all sorts um, like Soroka no one really seems to know what's going on there um, I, I, yeah, I don't really know what to make of it with them is there's, there's yeah. kind of just a lot of moving pieces, isn't there? Um, yeah, because yeah, now you say actually, when you look at their numbers now, maybe they're not that bad compared to what you expect. I mean, Azuna was not hitting before the thing, like, and now he's well, obviously not going to be playing. So, um, I mean, yeah, that's it's yeah, but, it's Freeman. Freeman's still been good. It's just he's not been like MVP level like he has been the last couple of years so I yeah 
I don't know, their offense, it doesn't seem like it, maybe it's not underperforming that much anymore at this point. Well, well, I think this was a bit of where we maybe saw them each of the last two seasons was so obviously they had Donaldson for one year and then they went to Azuna as this bounce back thing um, when they signed him. And each time it was like they are that lineup often looked very top heavy. It was like, yeah, Cunha, Freeman, veteran bat they signed. That's cool. And then there were these other guys that were either question marks or just like Dansby Swanson just seems like he's not, he's no better than an average major league hitter, basically. And often he's not going to be even that. Um, and that's basically where they've got to is like they kind of need Freeman to be as destructive as Acuna has been. Yeah. Um, and then they need someone, then they have that other veteran bat. It's almost like they're walking a tightrope, I think, with scoring runs. And then the other side of it with the pitching is getting these veterans is cool and everything. Um, but then they have all the young guys. And it's like, well, just they're almost like they do a rotation by committee. Which sounds good, like there's loads of depth, but it also leads to a lot of like changing around. Which yeah, in, no one gets. I know it's kind of good, but it's yeah. like people have a couple of bad starts and they disappear. Yeah, because it does feel a bit like with rotations as well. That um, I mean, it, like starters get sort of get going, they get in their rhythm, and not. I don't mean of like in a game, although that is a thing, but like. I mean, I feel like, like the Giants, for example, this year, it's like loads of stars from the start of the season just sort of like, you know, started pitching well and then just get in their rhythm and it's like they just put a load of good starts to go in a row together. I mean, like they've had some more recently of some of those guys have had like shaky starts. But like from the, uh, the start of the season until recently, it was just like, just managed to put a run of good starts together of being, you know, in their rhythm, just pitching every fifth day. <laughs> than just being good, you know, being consistent, which I feel like there probably is, like, difficult to do if you're in and out of the rotation. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, Max Freed not being good is not helpful. Drew Smiley has almost been given up as many home runs as walks, which is not a good sign either. Um, yeah, no. it could obviously change around. Like, they've got so many talented like young always, players around still yeah but it's the thing it's like they've got so Ian Anderson has come up it's like been really good hasn't he he's been like the best starter hasn't he pretty much yeah and he was almost like meant to be like the young guy with loads of potential it's like the extra guy he was the bonus at the end of last season wasn't he yeah but it's like now it's just him I mean Morton's been okay hasn't he I think yeah Ish. but it's like they're I guess it's, yeah, like you say, like, Fritz Roca is, like, after the last couple of years, sort of thought, maybe, like, you can count on those guys now, as they're going to be good starters, but... And they had Anoa, is that how you say it? Anoa has got so. injured, which is not a good fortune for them, that's a problem. Um, but it's the thing with, I think, maybe more so pitching prospects is even the ones that get, like, are on their way to the majors, and like, oh, this is going to be really good. I went, the... Some of them just like they get there, and it's just like no, the stuff isn't quite as good as it seemed, sort of thing, and it just doesn't work. Or like that little bit of like the dodgy pitch they threw once every inning in AAA that they got away with, then it's just a home run like every time. Particularly in like how baseball is now, it, like you make a mistake and it is so often a home run. 
and I think yeah. that like pitches that are still raw get punished for it perhaps more. Um, and obviously, like they had Christian Pash up, who again is on the IL again, um, but like just did not hit at all. And it's like, yeah, it's one thing being a glove first center fielder, and then there's like you've got to do something at the plate because it, it's not. It's not that he's he's batting eight and everyone else is like an above average hitter either. You can't just have a guy that's like a sure out. No, yeah, definitely not. I mean, if, even if the rest lineup's good, it's like that hurts you a lot. Yeah. And um, we know how much we love walk to strikeout rate. Yeah. Two walks, twenty five strikeouts for Christian Pash yeah. this season. That's that is problem. not it at all. Yeah. I think that's the thing is when you have a glaring hole in the lineup as well, or even just you know an inconsistency in the lineup, it can basically make everyone else weaker as well. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Because well, not that only they pitch you differently, but then there's like the, I guess the whole thing about trust of like you don't have, you can take a walk, and the you next guy will drive you in. Where it's like if you know. That, it's like having another pitcher, basically. If you're back, it's like back in front of the pitcher again. Yeah, well, I mean, his number. There are quite a few pitchers who have better numbers than him. Yeah, <laughs> which is um, a shame. But again, he he needs time. He's like he's a big prospect for a reason, and his bat was meant to be the issue, but it's proven yeah. to be more of an issue so far than you yeah, would hope. It was meant to be something, wasn't it? It's the sort of player that, like, you know, if he can just, if you can start to just have like good at bats basically not strike out all the time because he's got speed as well he'll get like infield hits and stuff yeah you can it's you can like become just, a problem just, you can become a round yeah. of league average hitter just from hustle and yeah and like if, if you can take walks and not strike out all the time then yeah and you, you're a really good defender then it's like yeah then you're a great player all of a sudden don't need to actually be driving the ball particularly no, exactly. Um, but it will be interesting to see what they... Because they've also not been aggressive at all um, in the market, have they? Uh, elite, particularly in the trade market, the Braves. Um, and they're 25 and 27 at the moment. Yeah, they yeah they need to do something. I don't know what... They could do with a boost of some sort. Um, I mean, ideally, I think they'd get another bat... Um, an outfielder and yeah. uh, trade for Joey Gallo trade for Joey Gallo and Kyle Gibson that's what I say yeah okay I guess we'll uh, yeah I guess we'll start talking about trades more actually as we um, the season goes on we're sort of yes. coming into that aren't we trade season we're gradually getting there it's been stirred up a bit too early by some parts of the national baseball media um with their, you know, when they do their reporting, that's not a report. They're basically just speculating, yeah. like I did there, and they make it sound like they're reporting it. There was one the other day from someone about um about how Jose Barrios could be a trade target for teams. It's like, well, you've just looked at a team that's doing badly and looked at who their good players are. There, we can all do that. You're not, you kind of, you've made a news story there by even saying that. Um, yeah. But yeah, we, that um I wanted to quickly mention in that division actually, where the Twins continue to be rubbish um the well cleveland as we're now going to call them 
was only two and a half back of the White Sox, who have been um, kind of hot for most of the season. Um, and I, they just sort of keep doing it, don't they? They just keep doing it. They have, they currently have of their hitters that actually play, they have three people above average in OPS plus, and two of them are on the injured list. Isn't that incredible? That they're they're an above average team. They're thirty and twenty four with yeah. basically no offense at all. What is going on there then? I guess the well, their close has been really good, hasn't he? And they've got and more relievers. They've got Karen Chak, Quantrill, Brian Shaw. They've got like yeah. The, the, uh, just a deep bullpen and so their rotation yeah. as and always you don't need offense do you really no no if, if you've got a couple of good starters well, that's, they have uh, done... yeah that's quite um I feel like there have not been teams that have actually been that successful like that recently though like we had that I don't know back like well when the Giants were last good before this pretty much yeah of like yeah no one's really that impressive as a hitter. I mean, Buster Posey was good, I guess. But, but um, you know, the, basically their lineup in, in general wasn't great. But if you just don't concede runs, I think they have had a nice. I mean, they're, so they're six and five against the White Sox, obviously good. But obviously they then have played ten against the Tigers and six against the Royals. And six against the Twins, which, yeah, they're in a division. That's how it's going to work. But so there is a little bit of the AL Central just sucks so much that you like being over 500 isn't necessarily saying very much. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to just, just to finish off with, I'd like to uh, talk about the Giants again because, you know, I mean, we've been following the Giants for quite a few years and they've been bad mostly and they're back and, on top of the division just yeah in a year when everyone's expecting the Dodgers and the Padres to be the two best teams which they might end up with the season with the two best records still but I would two months into the season the Giants are currently better than both of them and I mean crucially is since we did our last podcast when the Giants were I think we're up like maybe on top of the division then or around there <laughs> Since then, um, the Giants actually played seven games against the Dodgers. And uh, they took three of them. So, I mean, because before that, it was sort of like they had an easy start. Maybe, yeah, maybe when they play, start playing the actual good teams, they're going to struggle a lot. But it's like they've they've held their own. against the Do- And the Dodgers, who had not long before that, had had like a massive winning streak. So... I don't know, I think they might be good. Yeah, well, there's a um, a very strong correlation this season between um, pitches per play appearance, walk rate, and chase rate, isn't there? Basically, all of the best teams um, yeah. are the best teams by those metrics, and it turns no. out they're the ones that are winning well, all the games. I just, the funny thing I found, actually, when I was looking at that, is low walk rate, no, high walk rate, are like all the top teams in the top of divisions and stuff. Um are like up there but the team with the lowest walk rate it's going back to um, something we were talking about earlier teams we were talking about earlier who do you reckon the team with the lowest walk rate is? Um, the Mets no it's the Boston Red Sox oh really? they've had really good offence it's been like their main thing wonder if that suggests it's a bit fluky 
Yeah, I, maybe. I mean, I guess it's also they've got the type of hitters they have. So they've got Arroyo playing as well now, who's, def- yeah. who's a kind of aggressive hitting infielder. Devers and Bogart's more like that. And even Martinez, I mean, he obviously walks quite a lot because those sort of hitters do. But for a hitter like that, he doesn't. he's not like a massive walk guy, is he? Yeah, I think the key with having high walks for the team as well is it's like you have your whole lineup of guys that can that take walks. Yeah, you don't have any guys that just don't walk ever. Yeah. It's like the yeah, it's like when you see a team pitching to the Dodgers, it's just like everyone is a nightmare to pitch to. Yeah. Um And yeah, I mean um so the Giants I don't really know how they're not going to win the division now, to be honest. I mean, they were half a game ahead. Well, the thing with them is their pitching was surprisingly good. And like you said, there have been some rough starts for their Alex Wood last night was not good. And Di Stefani got um, annihilated. Yeah, but then he had another... He's had a really good one since then. But I think, I guess it shows that they are... Maybe they're going to start having some occasionally. But it's like, you know, can they limit those? Yeah, and they seem to have adjusted their bullpen a little bit. They've brought in some other arms, haven't they? They've used a couple of different guys in the bullpen that's now at least working short term. Uh, but it's always a bit of a lottery with relief pitchers to a degree, isn't it? Yeah. They've um, managed to not blow loads of leads lately. Yeah. And um, yeah. as obvious as it may sound, that's that's quite important, isn't it? You look at the basically that Cleveland team, they're just not blowing any leads. Yeah. And if you've got like four guys you trust as well, <laughs> that can just mean, as we've seen with many other teams, in fact, their team that went to the World Series in 2016, a lot of that was on the bullpen. They had some good offensive players and a really good rotation. But it was just like, if they were one run ahead in the sixth inning, it was game over most of the time. Yeah. And that's quite good, it turns out. Yeah, not necessarily the most exciting to watch I suppose for neutrals but um, it helps win games and you are if you're like that you're always walking a tightrope as well that's the other yeah. thing a couple of bloops and it's suddenly the whole plan's gone down the toilet so um, yeah well, I will see relievers moving soon I think there have been a couple of trades haven't there um, and even just for like perif- like the Giants picked up a guy didn't they with crazy strikeout numbers from the Miners and Hunter oh, yeah. Strickland got traded. I think we will see some teams starting to tweak that. Hunter Strickland was weird, though, isn't it? Because he moved from the Rays, who were good, to the Angels, who were not good. It's because they had a roster crunch. The Rays They did. basically had other... Yeah, they had other relievers coming back that are obviously better than Hunter Strickland, so they managed to trade him and get something for him. Just, like, pure Rays ball. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I mean... Should we uh, wrap up soon here? Because I don't know. Have you got anything else to say about the, the National League West? We did a lot of it last um, time. And I think it's oh the the other thing I wanted to touch on was the NL Central, which right. I mean, has now got okay. a division race. We have to do it. Very, we have to be very quick because we've not got a lot of time. But yeah, the, I mean the Cubs are good, aren't they? And the Cardinals, who look like the obvious favourite, Flaherty has now got a bad injury of some sort i think it's an oblique the one of these things they don't actually know yet but the cubs have haven't yeah, that, that, hasn't that, craig kimbrell actually not been terrible 
yeah, he started to look better. And ultimately, they had this offense where they had loads of players who everyone knows are good. And quite a few of them turned out that they're still really good. And like Chris Bryant's like MVP level hitting. Um, and yeah, I was just wondering, like, how do they feel about the U Darvish trade now? I know they did it for the money. Yeah. But like, if they still had him, they'd be in a, an incredible position. Instead, it feels slightly fluky that they're playing this well. Yeah, who have they got in their rotation now? I mean, Alzale, that's the other one, isn't it? Alzale has started being really good. Zach Davies, Arietta, Hendricks. Yeah, that's not... I don't know. That doesn't fill me with loads of confidence. No. No, not at all. But yeah, I just just wanted to give a little nod to them because it's a fun little situation where they seemed, when they traded Darvish, they were a few months from tearing this whole team down. Yeah. And there was talk of how they don't want to extend these guys or they don't want to extend their whatever. And now they're top of the division and their nearest rivals just lost their ace. And it's like they could end up like messing around the win of the division, which is kind of funny. Yeah, and then they end up trading back for someone. I don't know. Because it's the stupid thing, isn't it? When you've made the decision of, okay, we're going to make a trade to look to the future and then it's like okay we're now actually good what do we do what do we do <laughs> a bit yeah. like having the, the Giants have that sort of dilemma as well of like they're better sooner than they expected yeah so it's like although at least they are meant to be on the upswing anyway they're yeah. meant to be getting good soon the well, Cubs, the Cubs are, are basically of... preparing for a downswing yeah it's like an actually we're good on that note um the Cubs and Giants face each other in the next few days, which yeah, is that, interesting. That's going to be a Both good teams. series. And the Cubs have just been playing the Padres. Pretty good stuff. And they beat them, didn't they, a few times? Or once? Or yes, they won they a have. game. At least a game been. against them. But anyway, um, yeah. On that note, uh, let's, uh, let's stop, I think, because we're running out of time. Yeah, we'll wrap it up, I guess. So, um, yeah. Uh... I guess we'll do it again soon. Yeah, I mean, a couple of weeks probably. We got we'll have a basketball one out next soon. week. Yeah. If yeah. So look out for that. And um I know look at read some other articles on the website. Um franchisesports.co.uk. Um bye. Bye.